Hey everybody, wanna help support the show? Well, head on over to patreon.com slash radio. Even a dollar a month helps us keep the show going and gets you access to a bunch of exclusive content. Thanks, on with the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars and the official podcast of a StarWarsPodcast.com. I'm your host, Joshua Mobley, and I'm just joined by Alex Vargas today. How's it going? It's going good. Good. We're going to do a quick little episode, just a little special extra episode, because there was a bunch of news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con. We didn't go uh, this year. No, not this year. No. Yeah. I, I didn't have to, I don't, they didn't send that many people for work and I'm not one of the people that they really send to cons. I'm un, I, I'm unnecessary in that. I don't need to go to things like that, uh, thankfully, but, um, I also just, I'm not a huge fan of Comic-Con in general, but that's a conversation for another time. Um, there, <laughs> do you know what grinds Josh's gears about Comic-Con? <laughs> there's too many people. Patreon exclusive yeah, right there. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much uh but yeah anyway but a ton a ton of stuff came out. there was a bunch of cool stuff that came out of comic-con not everything is in this article right this jedi news article that you linked me it has most of it so real quick we want to think because usually when this kind of stuff happens i have to go through all the different news and starwars.com and all this stuff to to gather all the san diego comic-con news well today i was going to do that and lo and behold jedi news did it for us so this has a lot. Uh, I don't know if it has everything, mm-hmm. but it does have a lot of what came out, and we'll we'll you know we'll fill in the gaps here and there too. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah. So first up, there were a bunch of photos from the Lucasfilm Pavilion and the Hasbro booth, and they had every single trooper armor on display, um, because they were showing off and selling a bunch of stuff for the Sith trooper. But also they had a panel which I think you can watch online. It was the evolution of the stormtrooper. Um, I don't know if there's like, you know, I don't think they really do official videos for Comic-Con. I think people just do them themselves. Yeah, if it's an unofficial Star Wars panel, you'll sometimes have the panelists record it themselves and post it. Mm-hmm. But it's not like Star Wars Celebration or I think even D23 has done that a few times. They release later on like full snippets or full full panels. But uh, their, their booth looked really, really cool. Yeah, Like I liked the display of the costumes. And they had the new Sith Trooper not only displayed, but they had uh, two Sith Troopers walking around the pavilion. So it's cool to see them up close. And I believe this is going to be the same exhibit that we're going to see later on this year at the D23. Oh, they're just rebuilding it. It sounds like they're going to rebuild it. Yeah. So if you missed it like us at Comic-Con, we'll see it in about a month. Oh, cool. All right. I'm excited. Man, let me tell you, aside from Comic-Con and all that, I cannot wait for next month like d23 expo and disneyland galaxy's edge yeah. and churros and just oh just everything oh and uh not spray farm fried chicken dinner just, yes you know. i i literally <laughs> probably haven't had Knott's Berry farm chicken in maybe a decade like it's been that long and yeah so if you've never been go just for the fried chicken <clears throat> yeah Knott's Berry farm's okay but um it's fun it's also cheap so like you can get in real cheap but yeah, go to Knott's Chicken. It's it's amazing. It's super good. 
Uh, they had the preview night gallery. What is all this? Uh, it's, it's sort of the same stuff. Um, I did see the 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 George Lucas bust that they're they're putting that at the museum, right? They're actually selling the George Lucas bust, I believe. Oh, really? I think that, that they're going to do that later on. Yeah. Okay. Um, they had a lot of really cool things. He had gentle giant there you also had uh tom spina designs which does really really cool what do you call it like uh the costumes and the and the random do back chairs and all that kind of cool stuff mm-hmm. uh i'm trying to think who else was there i'm, I'm blanking out lego, LEGO had was there the sith trooper yeah, yeah they had, had, a, a sith trooper. had an exclusive sith trooper bust set that you could buy which is kind of neat it's not that big though it doesn't look very big yeah, I think it was one of those raffle exclusives. I don't know if it's going to be going out to everybody else. It might just be from the convention. It's a convention exclusive, so it's not very big. It was one of those they attended to the raffle for. Um, but they also had some really cool prototype. Actually, it's a prototype Darth Vader figure that was uh, sold out as of this morning on Target.com, but it's going to be re-released in the stores later on. Uh, what's really cool about it is that it's a vintage-style Darth Vader figure, but a lot of the times when they produce uh, prototypes, they use different colors of plastic so they basically made a rainbow darth vader figure uh, on the vintage card and what's cool is that there's different combinations of the colors so no two vaders are going to be identical oh i didn't know oh yeah in the picture they all yeah. look different that's actually cool i didn't know that they look really really cool in person that's um, neat i'm looking forward to trying to find one in target i know i'm probably not going to find one there so i'm hoping to find a secondary seller at uh d23 expo i mean right now i'm like, sure someone will have bucks them on, yeah they're going for 30 dollars right now on amazon i'm sorry not amazon ebay so it's not too bad right now but uh there's some there's some cool stuff that got released too her universe came out with some new clothes they have this uh really pretty porcelain padme amidala in her red gown which i think is starting at like 1200 dollars, but it's super super detailed like just looking at it, I'd be afraid to touch it. It's it's a really nice almost museum piece. Oh yeah. Cool. Starwars.com posted a whole collection of news articles too, so I'm gonna send it to you in Discord Ooh. real quick so you can fill in the gaps there because it has a lot more. Than yeah, books. for sure. Um, like we mentioned before at the Lucasfilm Pavilion, there was an exhibit of every stormtrooper and stormtrooper pilot and all that stuff. Uh, on display, including the new Sith troopers who were walking around, and then there was one up on stage too, I believe um yeah they i'm really really excited to see this in person i'm hoping i'm really hoping we get to see this at d23 i'm really hoping that they bring not only the costumes but also the the walk around performers because it's fun to see them in person yeah uh that would be really cool um who knows maybe they'll come to galaxy's edge yeah maybe yeah because i i assume they'll move the timeline up right yeah uh speaking uh well i guess not speaking of anything uh (laughs) her universe fashion show happened again which happens every comic con um and you can go on i'm sure tons of websites i'm sure hereuniverse.com or check out their facebook page yeah Yeah, they have pictures of of everything um i see like a bunch of loki inspired stuff and uh some other some other things she-ra and it's cool there's a really nice Ray version of the costume. I can't tell what kind. It's almost like a Victorian style to it. It's really cool. She has like this uh, golden crown tiara above her head with the resistance emblem on her forehead. It's, it's nice. It's always fun to see how these people come up with these designs because they're never the same. Like they they change every year and people do a really good job with these. Yeah. 
Very cool. All right. Uh, Lucas Museum of Narrative Art panel. Uh, you can watch that on YouTube. I kind of do want to watch it. I'll probably watch it yeah, at some point. Because that seems neat, and I want to take a trip to that at some point. I didn't. It's not opening until 2022, which is crazy. I thought it was opening sooner than that. Yeah. If you want to look up the video on YouTube, uh, you're going to look up Skywalking Through Neverland, which is also another Disney Star Wars uh, podcast, but they have the full video of the panel. So that's uh, it's, if you have a good 49 minutes and 27 seconds, watch that video because it gives you a hint of what's coming in. And it's really cool because not only will it have different art uh, leading up to, I think, like the 50s, mm-hmm. you're going to have original Macquarie art on site, uh, maquettes, apparently tons of lightsabers. You're going to have the the matte paintings from the original Star Wars movies and I guess the original uh, Death Star that was created for Return of the Jedi so it's like in the half construction phase never before seen so we'll be able to see it there for the first time nice um, there were a bunch of <clears throat> things that came out of the Hasbro Star Wars panel including a bunch of uh, figure announcements and some other things. Um, so first up is this this Luke figure, the Black Series Hyper Real 8-inch Luke figure, which will go for $80. It looks really cool. Uh, I don't know that I would spend $80, but that's just me. Other people can do that. I think I, I might, just because they have the Darth Vader that's coming out this year, yeah, I believe. I think they're, we talked about are, that on the show. We did. They're 8 inches. Uh, they both <clears> come with bases that are very similar, and I'm sure they can look really nice together. So I'm kind of waiting to see what Vader looks like. Yeah. But uh, I'm kind of hesitant because $80 for a figure is a lot, and at that point, um, you know, it's not that far of a jump between that and, like, a sideshow. Exactly. Replicas. It's like you could so, just spend the extra money and get, like, a full awesome statue, you know? Yeah. Well, since we're talking about Hasbro here, let's go to the StarWars.com has a nice listing of eight things we learned from the Hasbro. Oh, look at that. Uh, what do you call it? From the Hasbro panel. Yeah. So there's some, there's some cool stuff. So the first one is that there are going to be more Galaxy of Adventures figures coming. And these have a little more articulation and a little more stylized look to them compared to the ones that have already come out. Mm-hmm. The ones that came out orig- or have, that are already out are pretty much repacks of older figures. These have new sculpts. They look really, really cool. Um, the Darth Vader looks awesome. It does. Just looking at these pictures. Doesn't it? With like the squared off cloak. Yeah. Chewie looks great. C-3PO looks kind of... Uh, His neck looks a little weird, but everything else looks cool. Yeah. He looks a little derpy, but that's kind of the style <laughs> they gave him in the cartoon. Yeah. So I, I like the style. No, it's it's cool. I think, yeah, his neck is a little strange, but at the same time, like everything else about it looks pretty awesome. So it's it's whatever. It's fine. And and these are going to be a little bigger, too. They're coming out in the fall of this year, and they're going to be about five inches tall compared to the three and three quarters. So these will be fun to, uh, to try to find. Nice. Uh, the retro collection is going to be returning. So you've probably seen the retro collection figures that were re-released this year. They're basically recasts of... Actually, no, they're not even recast because they've noticed they look very similar to they look very similar to the yeah to the Kenner nineteen seventy seven figures, so we're gonna be getting more of those. So uh, we're getting more back in stock this year, and I'm sure we're gonna get other figures. I mean, we already got a Tarkin in that game set, like a figure we never thought we'd get. Who knows? We might finally get the uh, the six breasted woman from Return of the Jedi. (laughs) Because guess what? They made a prototype of the figure, and they never made it. Take them. They never made it. Yeah, it's uh. It's a creepy toy. I'm sure that's why they never made it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, we also learned 
that the Black Series has already started celebrating the 40th anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back with an exclusive Boba Fett figure with the classic paint scheme of the original Kenner with a really, really nice backer card. It looks that cool. Says, looks cool. Um, we're also going to be getting Luke Skywalker in his Dagobah outfit with this same style too. It hasn't been announced when it's coming out, but if you're a fan of the 6-inch Empire Strikes Back Black Series, Hold on to some money because you're going to have to buy these. Later. I have a question. Does, can mm-hmm. I fire rockets from this Boba Fett? I don't think so. What it looks like based off of this picture is a repaint of the Boba Fett figure that came out a few years ago with right. the first line. It's still cool. What it I've is really do, cool. I, it's I'm really, normally really not cool. a yeah. Boba Fett person, but I'm looking at this going like, I kind of want one of these. <laughs> what I've seen people do before they release this, there was a ton of fan paint. Um, the original Boba Fett figure his rangefinder was kind of a weird notch on the helmet and didn't stick out like it should. So what people were doing were they were cutting the rangefinders off and re-sculpting it like the vintage figure mm-hmm. too. It looked really cool, so I'm sure we're probably you gonna what, get some man? of this stuff. That sounds like a really fun pro like repainting a Boba Fett. I don't know why yeah, that sounds you, fun. You should see some of them. There are there the holiday special ones are amazing. I kind of I'm sure. Give it another year. Maybe that'll be Comic Con 2020 exclusive, yeah. but it's gonna happen. Kind of want to do it's, that now. <laughs> we should do it. Let's just do it. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, oh yeah, I forgot. Are... To, I forgot to tell you, my dad has a 3D printer, and he told me that he's probably gonna build a new one. He said I could have the old one. Oh, we are making. I know. So I was many like, toys. oh my god, we're gonna print so <laughs> many things. <laughs> uh, we talked about this six inch. Wait, yeah, we talked so, about this hyper reel. Yeah, right? we talked about the, the hyper reel. Uh, but one thing that they did. So Hasbro has a really cool diorama every year. Uh, last year i think it was rogue one i think it was a battle of scarif it might have been two years ago but every year they do something different this year they did the java the hut scene java the hut the scene of return of the jedi um when they're going to toss luke into the the barge into the barge so they pretty much had the barge and they had this really 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 cool setup nice so if you were there you could see it cool if not you can look it up on youtube yeah um the next Black Series helmet was announced. So we yeah. have Luke Skywalker's X-Wing helmet coming out October this year. They announced a life-size version of Boba Fett's helmet. Nice. So this is probably going to be one I want to buy too. Yeah. The, you know, the Black Series helmets like are actually pretty legit. They're, They're really good. Yeah. yeah. The only one I have issues with is the Darth Vader. It, it looks kind of stubby. Yeah. Compared to... Because I have friends who have, you know remakes of the original helmets and comparing them side by side it looks kind of funky like i feel like they purposely adjusted the measurements so people could play with this one more Uh, also like you have to imagine the re the like a real darth vader helmet's probably huge compared to like a normal person's head size and so they probably sized it down for like a normal person and that's probably why it doesn't look right now this Boba Fett looks beautiful. I've heard it's uh, from from friends I saw at a Comic Con who own Boba Fett helmets. It is slightly smaller than the normal, like an actual Boba Fett helmet. Mm-hmm. But just looking at the way that this is painted, like the detail looks really, really good, and I'm probably gonna end up buying one. Yeah, look cool. I bought my dad a Stormtrooper one that he has, and we were actually because when I bought it, I was like, God, eighty bucks, like Jesus you know it's nice but then we took it out he took it out of the box and he was all giddy and i'm like actually this thing's pretty legit that one's really good yeah yeah can't go wrong for 80 bucks yeah Um, you you really can't also those are reselling for at least a hundred dollars now so 
save some money there. Yeah. Uh, I, was that all the Hasbro stuff? I think it that was. was all the Hasbro stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, on top of the, I think they already announced the Sith Trooper Black Series. I'm seeing pictures up here, but. Yeah, they had it as an exclusive at the Hasbro booth. I'm sure we're gonna get it later on. My guess is oh, Force yeah. Friday. We're gonna get a standard version. Well, you know, they've done this for the past few years already. So. Those dudes are gonna be all over the friggin' the movie, right? So. Well, that's that's what we thought about the what was it? Not the riot trooper, the um, the executor trooper, the one that has like the the like the hand axe that's supposed uh-huh. to cut off their heads. We thought, oh, it's this whole new trooper. We're gonna see him everywhere, and they're in the movie for like two minutes. Yeah, I mean that's so, always how it is. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean Zufio got a figure in the original line, and he wasn't even in the movie. Yeah. Well, except for like that like quarter second, but we're not gonna count that. So. Yeah, no, we're not counting that. Print and ebook formats announced for Dooku Jedi Lost. So uh, originally, which it's out now, Dooku Jedi Lost is only an audio play that you can only get on Audible, I believe. Um, and I guess they are just going to be releasing the script as both an ebook and as a paperback, um, or it just says print. It doesn't say. I'm sure there'll be some hard covers, but they might be kind of limited. If I had to guess, right? I feel like there's not going to be tons of demand for a hardcover like script, but um, I could see them doing like a Barnes and Noble exclusive. Yeah, thankfully yeah. I live right next to a Barnes and Noble, so I could go get. There one. you go. Yeah, I've been kind of thinking about because I had bought some of the books, but I've been thinking about like, oh, when I listen to the audiobook and like really love it, I should go get the hardcover book. You know, just to like, I don't know, I like weirdly just like want to have it. You know. It's nice um, to have a physical copy. Yeah. And also, the fact that the, the cover art translates really well from their original image into a book. Like, this would be a nice book just to have on your shelf. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and that's coming out in October. Um, I bet it's going to be part of Force Friday. Triple Force Friday or whatever they're calling it this year. Friday. Triple Force Friday. Toys. We're supposed to get Jedi Fallen Order something, which seems strange because we've gotten, like, three trailers so mm-hmm. far and like an extensive gameplay demo and like all these deets i'm like what more can you give us at this point unless it's like a demo like if they release like that uh, like but you can play it that would be actually kind of sweet but i i, oh, I don't don't forget home. we're also supposed to get a two-pack of the game plus a figure too which that's going to get a lot I of no and i need I'm to excited. pre-order that god killing me dude <laughs> killing me with these there's there's so much stuff and and there's more more stuff that came out of comic-con we haven't even touched yet i know uh marvel they announced the rise of kylo ren comic mini series um so this is going to be done by charles shull who has done something and i can't remember what else he's done but anyway um, he tweeted a picture of Kylo and all the Knights around. It's a dope picture. It says, As just announced, I'm writing The Rise of Kylo Ren, a limited series comic launching in December, just before episode 9. You know the one story everyone's dying to see about Kylo and the Knights of Ren? That's this. And then it says, You're not ready. Hell, I barely am. So. <laughs> What do you think he means by it's the story really everyone's exciting. dying to see? I'm thinking it's the 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 uh, massacre of the Jedi, probably. I think it's I think it's that and just how he formed them because everyone's trying to figure out how did he go from being with Luke to 
Knights of Ren are these former former students? Are they bounty hunters? Like, what's the deal with it? I think we're gonna learn how the boy band comes together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this is a boy band cover right here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else did they? Didn't they announce something else? I feel like. Well, they showed off the the official cover art for the Rise of Skywalker, the Visual Dictionary, which has a Knight of Ren on it. So at this point, it's like. If they if the Knights of Ren aren't doing something in Episode Nine after all this hype, like what was even the point? Uh, hmm. Covers for the new Allegiance comic miniseries, which I don't know that I heard about. Oh no, I did hear about this. this you did. Yeah. This is the uh, four a four issue miniseries that starts in October and it leads into Episode Nine. Um, so it'll be October 9th, October 16th, October 23rd, and October 30th. All of the covers combine into one image, which That's cool. looks pretty sweet. Um, I assume this will get one trade at some point with alternate cover art because the cover art's just too big, <laughs> you know? Um, there's interesting also- stuff on this cover, like Ray fighting this giant demon and, uh... <laughs> a bunch of other weird like random thing have you like looked at this image like really hard i i haven't looked to detail that if but now that you're pointing that out it's kind of uh it's a, it's, it's like, interesting whoa, like what what's going on there yeah um also there were there were some people saying uh uh poe might be wearing his mother's um scarf because it looks exactly it, it kind of looks like it i think it's the same artist yeah, from uh uh fall what was it called shattered empire mm. um which had post parents in it uh well, i don't know we'll see i'm excited these two co- i'm always you know me i'm always like oh my god there's too many comics and then they announce ones like this and i'm like these this is what i want like yeah this is the kind of stuff that i'm i'm totally in for like not another vader comic like please wait there's well so many sp- Speaking of Vader, oh, no. we are returning to Vader's castle this Halloween oh, that's season, right. well, so they're those bringing those back. <laughs> like those are, you know, those those are a lot more. Those aren't those are even really like canon. They're like, yeah, it's little from, like from a certain point of view, you're getting stories being handed down through characters, so you can yeah, they, they can embellish certain parts. It's of like it. in-universe telephone, yes. horror stories. Yeah, I, see, yeah, those are fun. They're fun. They're they're fun. They're funny, and they're like you know uh the covers are cool and stuff but i don't think of those as like serious ancillary material you know to the canon uh whereas like these comics uh, are yeah but they are coming back and the cover art that is posted on starwars.com which we'll repost on our uh, facebook page facebook.com slash long time ago radio is a uh, it's really cool it's very halloweenish um i would totally wear these on shirts and i really hope they bring them out on shirts because one of them is darth vader with a bunch of inquisitors like a right in, or no it looks like i can't even tell what they are but they're they're creepy looking mm-hmm. they're they look cool they look cool mark hamill wins icon award um the icon award is uh brr, i can talk the icon award is given to those who have brought comic book and arts culture to wide audiences george lucas and stanley our previous winners accepting the award hamill said if it weren't for you I certainly wouldn't be standing here. I started coming to these cons before I met George. I remember I was at the con when they said, did you hear there's going to be 5,000 people this year? And we were like, wow, <laughs> how many women? 
uh, and then he said, so uh, thank you very much. I want you to remember I am your buddy until the end, which I think is funny. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I I always forget that Comic-Con has like awards and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. Like as, for as much as I hate Comic-Con, I always sort of miss it. Well, because then, there's those, yeah. it's it's a fun place to be. You get to be around nerdy people. Yeah. You you fit in, and you can have you can have a talk about the most like random. You can have a, a nine hour conversation about Zuvio there with people that actually get it. Well, that and like, it, <laughs> it's funny because I f- I feel like, and I'm sure this is true in most friend groups. Like, at least our friend group, we all share a lot of a lot of this stuff. But then there are definitely everyone has tons of different things that they like that nobody else really gives, you know, two shakes about. But yeah. like being at a place like Comic-Con, it's kind of nice because you get to see all of your friends get excited about things, you know, literally nothing about. But also like they get to see you get excited about fi- like, you know, finding some some dumb thing that you're super passionate about that you know is dumb, but you don't care, but you love it, you know? Some obscure little toy from, like, 1970s. Yeah. and Yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's like Hallow- it's like nerdy Halloween, because you never know what you're going to find. You're tired at the end, but, uh, you know, all the walking around in your sweaty costume was worth it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, another panel that you can go watch was the audiobooks behind the scenes full panel, which I think is a panel they did at Celebration this year also. Um, I don't know if there's any different information in this one, but I know that they did that at Celebration this year as well. So, uh, if you're interested in that kind of thing, you can go look at that. So, what's interesting about this panel is that it was actually put on YouTube by Penguin Random House. So, this is actually one of those companies that filmed their own panel as opposed to a podcast or someone else. So this is kind of a more official recording of the panel. Yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, photos of gentle giant display at diamond select toys booth. Um, they showed a couple of things. They had a porg. They had a one seventh scale Ray from force awakens where she's sitting in the sand on Jakku. They have a Darth Vader. I think they had another one. I can't really see like, Hang on, let me they go to the official website. Dengar, oh my god. Dengar, look at that. One fifty nine ninety nine October release this year, and Dengar looks awesome. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, a Chewbacca. They've got an old uh, Illusion Luke. Um, they had some like Kenner reproduction stuff, uh, a BB-8, a uh, Carbonite Han Solo, uh, a couple things. These are sweet. I like. Yeah, um, they're nice. I like the Porg, like the bookends. Yeah. Yeah. Those are I really, pretty sweet. I really like the Ray, uh, the uh, the one seventh scale. It's 150, comes out fall of next year. But the detail on it with her sitting there wearing the helmet, it oh, looks yeah. really nice. Yeah. Does like, did you see, I'm sure you've seen it, that, that Japanese artist who did that version of Ray where she has like her leg up and she's like thrusting the stick out. They're making a statue of that. They are. Kotobuki is doing that. Yeah. Yeah. They announced that the Star Wars Collector panel, uh, which is interesting because Kotobuki was doing the Bishuju. Is it? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I have no idea. But for years they did. Oh, this is uh, literally the next story. <laughs> this is. This, yeah. Uh, yeah. They did a stylized version. I think they're called Bishuju. Uh, Bishu something. I'm sorry. I'm slaughtering it. Kotobuki. But it was a very, very stylized version of the characters, and it looks like this is not officially part of that series. But you have that like. 
it's not anime style, but there's a, there's a cartoonish look to the character. Like it's not a strict translation of what we see on screen, well, yeah, it's but it looks anime, really nice. Uh, yeah. Like art kind of style. It's the company is Kotobukiya. Uh, and the, the, uh, name of it is called Ray descendant of light. And it's, uh, based on art by Kamome Shirahama. Cool. I actually kind of want nice. one of these. It's really sweet. <laughs> I, I really like it. And they also tease art of a Kylo Ren coming up too. So I this know. looks really I'm like, nice. I'm like, yo, if you other. made two of these, I would probably buy both. Right? Not. I'm not even I'm not even kidding. Like, I and, think I would buy both. And Kotobukiya does really, really cool stuff. Yeah. Like, not only do they do the statues, they do, like, the um, the lightsaber chopsticks. Or you've prob- probably seen, like, the, the ice trays for... A Hansel and Carbonate, like they make all of that stuff. They're, yeah. they're really, really cool. So it's worth putting your money into these collectibles. Yeah, for sure. Um, ILM X Lab had a panel at San Diego Comic Con where they detailed things about Vader Immortal Episode 2 and showed off some really sick concept art. Uh, the one with him floating all the rocks. So it looks so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically said, if Vader Immortal Episode 1 was a first step into a larger world, then Episode 2 will be a full-fledged leap. In Vader Immortal Episode 1, the first installment of ILM X Lab's immersive VR experience, players find themselves captured by the Empire and taken to Mustafar, where they come face-to-face with Darth Vader and eventually wield a lightsaber. It's a Star Wars experience like no other. In your ship, you can look at Star Destroyers passing above, uh, manipulate controls and switches, and if you dare, reach out and touch... That strange small creature. Uh, I don't know what that is, but okay. Uh, when Vader, <laughs> I'm sure it's in the game. I we, I haven't gotten to play it yet. Um, when Vader, well, I got to play it, but not you know the full thing. Uh, when Vader walks into your personal space, you stand guarded and nervously at attention. And igniting a lightsaber and deflecting stormtrooper blaster bolts provides a fantasy fulfillment rarely, rarely achieved in interactive storytelling. It's something that any Star Wars fan would love and should get the chance to try um and then it says at the surprising conclusion of episode one vader promises to instruct the player in the ways of the force uh as they aid the sith lord in search for an ancient artifact episode two will deliver on that promise as seen in the artwork below revealed last during ilmx labs panel at san diego comic-con so they don't really tell you really what it's about but it sounds like you're going to be having a bunch of force powers and going off and doing stuff um i really need to get a an oculus uh quest. yeah i just seeing that makes me want to get one yeah um nicole and i and i gotta bring it up to her again nicole and i had talked about instead of doing anniversary presents just going halvesies on one because we both want to play this that's smart but i don't know that we've decided that yet so you buy the left eye nicole buys the yeah, right. yeah and then we put them together yeah. and then you can see it yeah <laughs> exactly so- we missed one book that was announced, which is kind of a, a little bit of a big deal. It is the uh, Rise of Skywalker, the Visual Dictionary no, we, by I Pablo Hidalgo. This. Did we talk about yeah, it? Yeah, I said it had a Knight of Ren on it, and I said if if the Knights of Ren don't even show up in this movie after all this hype, then what's even, what was even the point? I'm sorry, I, I, I got distracted no, by okay. looking at the TIE dagger on this because it is one of the weirdest looking TIE fighters that we've ever seen. The TIE dagger? Oh, that does look... I mean, that looks sweet. It is a little it, strange, but... It's a little strange. 
don't know. It's sweet. <laughs> I just like how it's called Knight of Ren. They don't mention a specific name. Yeah, because he's it, because he's he's a plural Knight of Ren, and they they probably don't want to uh, spoil it, even if that person has a name. It was probably like Jim something. Yeah, Jim. Jim uh, Scytheman. That's why he has Jim. the vibro scythe blade. Jim of Ren. Now I have a question. Is this the first? Oh, it's probably not. But I'm I'm thinking like, is this the first time we've seen like any vibro blade stuff in a in a film? Because I know that it's mostly like a canon legends sort of thing. No, we we see the skiff guards on Jabba's uh, palace, floating palace. The the what do you call it? The skiff. Sure. <laughs> I'm blanking right now. Whatever his his thing is. Yeah. Uh, we see Jabba's guards holding vibro blades. Oh, okay. You also have a, a there's a few pieces of artwork where Leia's kind of standing in her slave outfit with the like a long axe that's a vibro blade too, and you have some of the Gamorrean guards holding them too. You just don't ever see them used. I think the first time we saw them, I don't think we've seen them used, have we? I don't know. I don't think we have. Time to rewatch all six movie or wait. All seven, eight movies, no. There's more than that now. There's ten movies. All ten movies, at eleven if you count the Clone Wars movie, plus seven seasons of, there's, just, just too much. (laughs) It's not enough. It's not. Keep uh, making more. (laughs) Seriously though, keep making more, I'm enjoying it all. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I think that's all the news, unless there was something that we missed. Doing a quick sweep, I think that's it. Sweet. Oh, there was something that we did post on our Facebook page. On the uh, the Conan O'Brien show, they had a short tribute to Peter Mayhew, and they did a 21 Wookiee salute. So they found 21... Chewbacca and Wookiee cosplayers brought them on stage and they all roared for Peter Mayhew. So it was a nice <laughs> little moment on the show to do something for Peter Mayhew. So that was that was a nice little bit. That's good. I like that. <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to do it for our short little special episode. Uh, remember to go to patreon.com slash radio. Even a dollar a month helps uh, keep the lights on here and helps us give away lots of cool stuff. More Patreon details probably coming by uh next episode and i think that's it other than oh follow me on twitter at the jawa josh and follow the show on twitter at lta underscore radio yeah facebook.com slash long time ago radio instagram at lta underscore radio uh we got more stuff to add into our patreon gifts and we're still prepping for d23 expo so make sure you follow us there to get in and all the fun Yes, yes, yes. We are ordering the final things for our Patreon giveaway and for D23 stuff. So uh, get those in quick. And then if you're going to be at the show, hit us up. It's going to be a good time. All right, everybody. Peace out. May the force be with you. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs>